0: And welcome back to another episode of Loss of Down, the newest member of the Bruiser Nation Podcast Network, a division of Snapmirror Productions. That's right. Well, I was kind of alluding to it a little bit earlier. That is our big announcement. FYI, if you ever want to go check out some shows on there. To the turnbuckle, red flag, Bruce Cruz, Bruce Cruz Macabro? I don't even know. That one's a new one, but Decision Show, which is actually gonna be having a new name coming soon. But that was the big news behind football is fucking back, boys. Oh, my God. You know what? I actually didn't have that good of the day at work. I was actually kind of miserable all day. But the thought of seeing the Honolulu Blue, the Motor City Kitties, shout out Buttson for giving us that, and the Kansas City Chiefs defending Super Bowl champs that are officially without Travis Kelsey. Chris Jones already not being in here. But, boys... It has been a long-awaited period of time that we have waited for this moment. Uh, Six months, five days, 12 hours. Who's counting? I am. How the hell are we doing, gentlemen?
1: I'm better now, man. I was having a bad day until you hit that intro. Who's
0: who's (laughs) ready to run through a brick wall? I feel like I just (laughs) watched a Dan Campbell uh, coaching montage.
2: I'm ready to eat some kneecaps. That's all I know. I mean, I wore the blue. I am hungry. I wore Honolulu blue. I have blue shorts, blue underwear, blue socks. It's Anti Chief's Day. America is behind you, Detroit. Like you said, Motor City Kitties were all the way in. And then you did mention it, not to get lost in the shuffle of footballs back. Yeah. It's so awesome. We are now a part of that Bruiser Nation like podcast network. Jason McCarthy heads it up. We went to school with Shout him, Jason. You, His birthday yesterday too. So happy birthday! Oh, to the big happy twenty first, big man. Exactly. So. We we can't be better right now. This is as high as the energy can be going to the start of an episode.
0: Fired up. Nothing can bring me down right now. My mother could just be in a horrific car accident right now and die, and I don't care because the Lions at minus three and a half now. I mean, knocking on all the wood. I got it. We're not. She doesn't really drive, so it'd be Jeremy that doing it. So it'd be a win win, you know. But boys, we're finally here.
2: Oh, we're so back. And you know, the only way I felt like I had this like a weird thought the other night, throwing a couple of brews back. It was during college football, naturally. naturally. And I started to like, all right, well, you know what? We like the hypothetical game sometime here on the podcast. And I'm like, how about a sports one? How about an actual football hypothetical to kick the year off? And I started kind of just thinking it, it popped into my head. I'm offering you guys a deal. You pick the Super Bowl winner. And you get paid. But this is how it works. You can pick as many teams of the 32 as you'd like. But each pick reduces your winnings by half. It starts at a million. You pick one team. Let's say you pick the Chiefs. They win it all. Win a million bucks. Pick two teams. One of the two win it all. You win $500,000. 3 250000 so on, so forth. If you don't get it, you don't get any money. How would you guys approach this? How many teams... Would you pick and what teams would they be going into this year?
0: First of all, first of all, Wally, great job with this question. This threw me off. I was like, ho- wait, hold on. I don't know what he thinks we have as a following, but we're offering a million dollars for this. But then I got the hypothetical aspect on it. But the way that I'm going about this is I would pick four teams. Uh, two for each conference that really gives you um, – kind of gives you a little bit of edge. The NFC is going to be way easier to pick than the, uh, than the AFC is going to be. Uh, so if I'm picking teams, I'm and I hope this isn't foreshadowing too, too much. Ooh. Ooh. So give me Kansas City and give me the New York Jets on the AFC. And then give me Philly and San Fran on the NFC. I think those are clearly on the NFC. Those are the top two teams. I think that's a no-brainer. The AFC is where it's going to get really tricky, but it gives me – it gives me two dogs on each side of the fight here, like conference-wise, um, and then because I think once you go to that five teams, that's only about sixty-two thousand, which is enough to get a carton of just eggs, fill jump. up your gas, yeah,
2: tank, come on, whatever it Jake. may
0: be nowadays, and maybe like a week of rent. Um, that's just how expensive life is. So give me that four teams with the opportunity
1: to win one hundred and twenty-five k.
2: David, I saw your reasoning here, so I want you to go second, so I can kind of be the bridge.
1: I I get what you're doing, but you're still going to be wrong because I can see what your notes are. For the average human, for the average human, your median income, the median income is like 50 grand in the United States. There is no reason you don't pick six teams because the odds are so high in, in, you know, the AFC, you're gambling. The NFC, it feels like a pretty much of a lock if you pick three teams. Um, But do you get you know you're if you win you get 50% of the average person's annual salary that's a that's a lot of money right um so i'm taking i would pick six teams take the 31k um i'd pick kc buffalo cincinnati philly san francisco dallas seems like a stretch I, I, that would be the one where i could probably pick like four or five different teams to to be yeah. the sixth spot but like I, the first five are locks for me like locks to the bet And, uh, you know, that 6-1 is where you gamble a little bit. But either way, six choices, you win 30K. It seems like a no-brainer.
2: And that's where I bridge you to. Because, David, I agree. I actually think that I had the exact same five teams, if I'm not mistaken. I did subtract Dallas from it. So my thought is I'm going to get a little chancy, try to steal that extra $31,000. Now, if I was in a better financial position in my life, I think I'm going with Steven. Big bettors take big bets you gotta you gotta take the gamble to win some money. It's what we do here. I think four we'll I'll, we'll kind of keep track' because this won't be hard to forget. These are four of the the basically front runners, and if none of them win, we'll remember and we'll figure out at the end of the year how we would have done. but something to keep in mind I love this it was a question that popped in my head. I'm like, let's freaking try it out
1: I just I want you to know if this was a real bet one of our teams would win the Super Bowl even though they're all gonna be dog shit this year.
2: Well, you know, that would be – you know, if the Raiders won, if I – His okay. brain's
0: breaking. Like right, like, like that. Do, yeah. That doesn't compute. Like, <laughs> well, he he okay. can barely get behind a regular season win. You're going to talk about a Super Bowl
2: win? Well, I was going to – I was trying to figure out how I genuinely would feel if, let's say, the Raiders played the Eagles in the Super Bowl this year and I had $60,000 on the line for the Eagles. Obviously, right now, immediate need Wally's like, you know, the Eagles, it it can't be that bad losing the Super Bowl again. I did it when I was 10. But the other part of me is like, what if this is the last time they ever get there? Am I really going to saddle myself to a team that I know basically I sold out for the rest of my life? If they never win again, I'll blame myself. So I, I don't know. I'm a little torn on that. A little torn.
0: Did you do the math of what it would take if you picked all 32 teams? Like, would you just walk away with like 25 cents?
2: No, but by the end of the episode, I'll get it to you. I got down to ten, as you guys can see on our rundown. It's a hair, like a hair under two thousand. So you can imagine, by the time you get to thirty-two teams, you'd thousand, be winning like a
0: thousand, like a thousand five hundred, two fifty, dude. Yeah, that's brutal. you would probably walking away with some pennies,
2: but okay. I'll let you know by the end of the episode. But sorry,
0: but, sorry that I'm up.
2: You you are up. No matter walking what, you're a guaranteed a winner. Yeah, green is green, baby. Just turn that into a parlay and you're fine. Mm. What we've been doing this last month is each episode we've previewed two divisions. But we're going to give you a quick recap right now. We're going to speed through this. We're going to tell you our division winners, their records, nothing else. Tell you the wildcard teams, their records, nothing else. Jump into our AFC and NFC Championship games, Super Bowl, and then we're on the week one, fellas. So yeah, let's start right away.
1: Just to interrupt, if I did my math right, it's one dollar and seven cents. Okay,
0: that's way oh, more than I was God. anticipating.
2: We're so up. <laughs> we're yeah, up, I baby. It, I think
0: it's time to retire.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'd take a dollar seven right now. All
1: right, hit us with hit us with the AFC North, Wally. What you got? The Bengals win the division, twelve and five record. Same.
0: I got that. That one's easy. AFC South. I got Jacksonville
1: winning it at eleven and five. I have them at twelve and five.
2: So, I assume you meant 11 and 6 then. That's I'm what going I said, it's to it's my accent. Ah, <laughs> that's what you're right. I got gotcha. you. Seven Southerners, man. Yeah, AFC sorry. East, Buffalo Bills, 14 and 3. 13 and 4. Jets, 13 and 4. J E T S, Jets, Jets, J Jets, Jets. Rogers.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: The AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs, 12 and 5. One of the losses coming tonight. We'll get to it. We'll Same. get to it.
0: Just saying, just saying. Just uh, saying. Kansas City, 14-3. and 3. Couldn't regret this anymore.
2: Mm, I like that, especially with the Travis Kelsey stuff. NFC North. The Detroit Lions, fellas, 9-8. I know it's a low record, but that's first place. That's all that matters.
1: 10-7.
0: Oh, Motor City Kitties. I'm with DK. I'm a 10-7 winning it. I literally cannot get that out. I'm like, who the hell are the Detroit Lions? Oh, are you talking about the aforementioned Motor City Kitties?
2: I want to find a way to like make an engine rev, but sound like a purr. Cause that I feel like that's just like out there for us. Yeah. But no, it's all right.
0: No, guys, uh, no.
2: No. Nah, <laughs> no. Nah, can't do that. The NFC South, the fighting Derek Carr, New Orleans Saints go 10 and 7. Finally get it done.
1: I got them at 9 and 8. I have them winning at 3rd. 13 and
0: four on the year. Watch out, New Orleans is going to be a wagon until January comes. Derek Carr MVP. Let's with the
2: Numa Numa A baby. Let's go with that one. Offensive Player of the Year. Offensive Player of the Year. I like that. NFC eats the E A G L E S. Eagles are going to win. I think I had it 13 and four. I just threw my paper away.
1: Same.
0: Perfect. Wait, I had him at fourteen and three. That one I'm actually not regretting on. uh The last but not least, the NFC West Niners eleven and six.
1: Also two. have him at eleven and six, guys. I'm feeling real bad about all of this now that we're all on the same page for no, almost I feel everything. because
0: of Wally. I feel better because of Wally. Well, I'm Wally's a,
1: a lunatic, but we'll ignore his fucking pick here. Fifteen
2: and two. Uh, not gonna happen
0: ridiculous so now we have what our divisions are going to look like let's get into what the playoff picture is what we think in predictions i'm um, here what what the what one through seven is and what the playoffs are going to look like wally you're up to bat my man
2: so here it goes my fi- my fifth wild card it's the jets the chargers come in at six they're going to be 11 and six and the steelers also 11 and six as the seven seed look out
1: not gonna happen All right. My AFC five at Miami is Miami 12 and five, six New York Jets 12 and five, seven is Cleveland at 11 and six.
2: Oh, yeah. I probably should have done NFC too, huh, guys?
0: Yeah, you want to knock that out since you're here?
2: No, I'm going to make this look like it was on purpose. Steven, let's hear your AFC wildcard teams, and then we'll come back with the NFC.
0: Uh, we got the NFC semi division winners. I already hate this. I completely regret it, but I got to stick true to my gun here. Dallas, Chicago, Green Bay is the seventh seed here, sneaking in over Seattle, I don't hate it. which I regret because I forgot how much I actually really like Seattle this year. Even though I've been kind of negative over the past couple, couple episodes, if it's a West episode or whatever it is, uh, that one is going to come back and bite me in the ass.
2: All right, I'll hit you with my NFC ones now that you gave us yours. I have Dallas twelve and five, five seed. Seattle six seed at ten and seven. In the Atlanta Falcons, if anything, I feel low on this win total at nine and eight. Why do you believe in Ritter is? so much? I don't. I that's the thing. We'll get Be- into it.
1: No, no, uh,
2: it's not. No. I, I'm telling you, it's the schedule too. All right, in bringing in those veterans yeah. on defense, and
0: that I'm, division outside of New Orleans is such a question mark,
2: man. Dirty birds, baby.
0: All dirty right. birds. I didn't get. Did you get your AFC, David, or your NFC?
1: I did my AFC already. I haven't done the NFC. So if you didn't do your Probably AFC, in. hit it in. I did not. All you. All right. Uh, my NFC is Dallas at 11 and 6 at the 5 for the wild card. Um, Seattle at 9 and 8 at the 6. And the New York Giants at 8 and 9 at the 7.
0: Okay. No, I like that. Um, AFC, you already know my top four. I'm going to have the five seed as the Los Angeles Chargers. Stop me if that sounds familiar at all. Um, the six seed, I'm going to have the Miami Football Dolphins, if you've ever heard of them. Uh, Jalen Ramsey coming back a little bit late. Maybe he's going to be that late-season surge, but maybe they don't really need him that much because Nick Fangio. But Tennessee as Tennessee as my seven seed Mike Vrabel season with third new – I'm trying to think of a fun little catchphrase to call their three. Other uh, new, their new like, what, three headed monster? I just can't think of it.
2: What, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Ryan Tannehill, and Derrick Henry? DeAndre,
0: King of the Hill. What
2: about that? Well, one? I would have literally just have called it like this will be together for about six weeks and then it'll all come crashing down. D's That's hop- what I would call D's it. Dee's hopping on this hill <laughs> to the king. There you go. Very different approaches there. I like it.
0: That's what so- it's looking like. So let's get into where the money's really being made. We got the AFC Championship game. To break this down, who do you have representing your conference, Walter?
2: We are going to get a rematch of the snow bowl last year in Buffalo. The Bengals are going to Buffalo this year where they will be fully manned, they will be healthy, and it'll be a very tight game. What about you guys?
1: Oh Chiefs at Buffalo. Give me the New York Jets.
0: Ooh. going to kansas city in arrowhead for the afc championship game this year
2: that would actually we, we won't spend too much time on it because it's a hypothetical but that would be all kinds of press going in that would oh be God, ridiculous yeah. media
0: it's a seamless transition that they've been waiting for for a couple of years from the patty mahomes tom brady to now you get aaron Rodgers.
1: does sauce brady Gardner Rodgers, cover travis kelsey
2: I, I mean, honestly, I, I this, don't know what you would do. You probably wouldn't want to move him inside. It's not his game, but, I mean, we'll you, you can Saints at least enter probably, I mean, you going to waste
1: sauce, Gardner, on Skymore? That's the question of the hour.
2: Or <laughs> <laughs> Kadarius, Tony. Who knows? Maybe We'll find out maybe in a couple hours here who, who's the number one. Honestly,
0: with all, with all the hype that Justin Ross has been getting, maybe he ends up just kind of turning up this year and he's, and he's that guy. I don't
2: know. All right, all right. Well, how about this? We go over to your NFC conference now, Steven. We'll go to you first. Who is your NFC match yes. game?
0: Good. I have the New Orleans Saints
2: Oh my traveling
0: goodness. up to the Philadelphia Eagles. There's something about when you see these two teams next to each other. Um, there's just so many memories that rush, but at the same time, zero memories that rush. It's just on paper looks like. It is that team. The only thing I can think about, is Reggie Bush getting lit up in the one playoff game. So I'm pretty sure that was against the Eagles in New Orleans the one year. Uh, if I'm wrong, you guys are obviously going to get on me about that. But I'm super high on Derek Carr, what that offense is able to do. But I'm the highest I'm on is how easy their schedule is, and no one's talking about it. Everyone thinks I'm crazy for saying this. I'm like, look at their schedule. It doesn't matter.
2: Them in Atlanta to have the two easiest schedules in football. It's just like they're gonna naturally Both dome be above teams what too. they actually are. Both
1: dome teams too. That's that's yeah. interesting.
2: It's why Derek Carr went there. I mean, playing in Philadelphia to end the year. I assume you had Philadelphia as a one seed. You said yeah, that would be uh, that'd be a little nerve wracking as a, a former uh, Derek Carr stand.
0: Got the Saints you know, over the like Saints weather. over the Niners as my three seed, and the Lions losing to the Eagles, and that's how it gets the NFC championship
1: yeah. game.
2: I like that Saints over the I Niners like is
1: tough, man. I've got the Niners at Philly. Uh, I I think it's a rematch of last year, and it's just because I don't believe in anyone in the NFC outside of those two teams.
2: I'm pretty boring too. I have the same matchup, David, just reversed. I have San Francisco actually hosting Philadelphia this time around. I mean, I guess you would expect that if I had them going fifteen and two. <laughs> And I didn't have them going 15-on-2 on two in accident because I will spoil it right now. They are in the Super Bowl for me where they would be matching up for the third time in Super Bowl history with the Cincinnati Bengals. And unfortunately, the same result happens for the third straight time. 49ers get it done. Kyle Shanahan gets to win. And David doesn't want to be on the podcast come February like 15th.
1: <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, <laughs> I have Philly over Buffalo. And I feel gross about all the playoff picks because I feel like –
2: it's very true yeah it's just
1: gross Me too. but like i can't i i have to bet on the two teams i believe in in the afc and then the nfc there's only two teams that i like you know i i believe in the philly is the best team in the nfc so i think they're gonna make it but like i just i feel gross about all those all those picks
0: give me philly over the new york jets it's can can Philly make it back? And if they do, I just cannot see them losing because – and this is going to be such a fun media train because I'm predicting that this is going to be a Jason Kelsey farewell tour. That we're experiencing, we're getting back to the Super Bowl, but it's also versus: is this Aaron Rodgers' actual last chance to get that ring? Is he going to play? Yeah. Maybe, maybe the drama stirring up where he's not really as happy as how the season progressed, and then all of a sudden they go on a playoff run, and now it's changed. Is he still say, Is he still feeling the same? If they lose it, or is he going to come back? If they win, is he going to come back? There's all. There's going to be so many storylines going into this. He's gonna lose a Super Bowl. He will come back just to lose again, and then he's gonna retire. Green Bay's gonna love him again, and then we're back. Uh, I full disclosure, if I haven't already dropped it, I drunkenly already put Aaron Rodgers to win the MVP and the New York Jets to win the Super Bowl. So
1: I'm sorry. All right, right. so I hands right. down, my flaws. I will be a lifelong Eagle fan <laughs> if they cuck Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> You're gonna be doing the E-A-G-L-E-S I, Eagles will be, I will be. I will have three
1: Eagles jerseys on. The day that Chap. Super Bowl takes Chap. place,
2: Chap. I I tell you what though, uh, it, that's one of those things. Give me the Kelly Green Landon Dickerson jersey. I'd be rocking that shit every day. No no shame.
0: See you no, know, that's like this would be around the time. Like if they're doing really bad and they want to play off on, that is the time I'm going to be the worst. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's my boy again. Like, really, here's nine months of you don't care. It's recorded. Mm, don't care. I can yeah, my see, that's so the beauty country. of the
2: podcast game. We can pick and choose what we decide to remember.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're a gatekeeper on this, Wally, so you can really screw me on any time if, you want, if we're being I'm a here. really
2: sh- – I'm like a – the best way I can describe it is I'm like a one-legged gatekeeper. It's very easy to get by. I let everything through because I'm like, eh, you know what? They enjoy our flaws as much as they enjoy listening to us, yep. not sound like morons. With that, guys, it's time.
0: I never thought this day was going to come, and I I cannot be – any more excited? Before I continue my excitement, we want you to know that this week one prediction. Let me repeat that week one. We are back at it like a crack so addict, motherfuckers. We want to remind you that this segment is brought to you by Abby Turner Creative, your one-stop shop marketing agency specializing in branding, high-end photography, fashion, and more. Especially if you're our age, where if it's uh, weddings, graduations, babies. And it will kick off on Thursday. doesn't matter. You name it. It's happening every weekend. Abby Turner Creative is the only place to go. Check her out for yourself at our website, abbyturnerphoto.com. That's Abby, A-B-B-E-Y. Or on our Instagram, Sondan and Sapphire. Again, abbyturnerphoto.com. Run it back. Another happy birthday tour. her. Shout out to my man Kyle Butson. Winning rookie of the year at his job. Let's go. Motors-
2: oh, let's go. If that,
0: is an, if that is a good mojo going in... So watching oh, his Lions play so
2: much tonight. Let's We're go. Friday.
0: Let's Motor go. City
2: Kitties, baby. Let's go.
0: We got a clean slate. No unit shaming. No record shaming <laughs> going into this year. Even though Wally was so fucking brutal. Uh, I did Detroit, great. <laughs> the Detroit Lions open up as a four and a four and a half, which has now moved to three and a half point underdog. At Arrowhead against the Kansas City Chiefs, as we already mentioned. If you don't know, and you already know because this is coming out on Friday, Travis Kelsey is out. Chris Jones is out because of contract issues. But the line's going in. Potentially the favorite. Haven't won the NFC North since we were born. Finished last year 8-2 after a brutal 1-6 start. Also being a top offense in the, during that 1-6 and six start. Mind-boggling. Boys, first game of the year. Ripping this beautiful Band-Aid off. Who do we have?
2: Oh, and that's a great question. Because first of all, ex- just a quick explanation for you guys at home: we're doing five bets that we are putting our our name next to each week now, just to make this easier, Enjoy. and we can. It'll be really easy at the end of the year to see how we did. Then, so five bets. We'll pick games, but we're giving you five bets, and we'll tell you when that happens. That's on me. With that being said, no, oh, no, 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 no. You don't ever apologize to me. You're beautiful. I- I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Are you because sure? Because I'm an idiot. I am buying in the smoke. You can see with the blue. I'm buying in. I think this is a Lions team that can actually be special this year. I just hope they get out of their own way. This is Jameer Gibbs season. Lions win 31-28. That's out of hell today. Come on.
1: Uh, I got the Chiefs winning because I'll never bet against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, it's fair. just the way it rolls. Uh, even She's though I... Leader. Even though I love the Lions and I'm rooting for them to win, if I had a bet, it would be on the Chiefs.
0: Motor City, Kitties, plus four and a half, plus three and a half. Excuse me because the line adjusted. Give me that money line as well. Uh, dare I say lock of the century? No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> no, we, we already said it. No Travis Kelsey, no Chris Jones. It's, it's self-explanatory, everything we're all saying. Give me, give me Detroit, Dan Campbell's going to have his boys thriving. A little bit of barbecue on, on their tongue.
2: And I everybody's talking about Travis Kelsey. Their barbecue sucks. Kansas City barbecue sucks. It's like 18th in the country. Anyways, well, we're I about hear, I'm going to
0: hear from. I'll hear back from my boy Brock Chamberlain, who is out at the game right now. Shout oh, out to come him. On. Couple Let's go, couple Brock. of his other Toledo boys. So they're gonna. I'm gonna get a. I need to get a report, a breakdown, because he's in South Carolina now, so he's got that Southern barbecue at his expense. Two totally better different barbecue. things, but agreed. vinegar base, fuck me up. Come
2: on, every time. Vinegar-based, anything is better. Yeah,
0: Vinegar-based, vinegar is my favorite,
2: I think. Me too. Sam Laporta, Brian Branch, look out for them. This will be Friday morning when you hear this, so if they didn't play well, just ignore that. I was talking about something else. Steven, how about you throw us into uh, the, in my opinion, best game of the week.
0: I lucked out with this. Again, so how we're doing this, it's almost like a snake draft. We get to pick the five games, six games, whoever the odd man out is this. So, your boy, got the number one overall pick. The first game that is dedicated, I wouldn't say relegated, to your boy. We got the (laughs) Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the San Francisco 49ers at the, what should still be the Heinz Field. Niners are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, this is a big question mark because a lot of people are wondering, is Nick Bosa going to play? He's holding out for a contract. Well, five-year, 170 mil. During that time, he is going to most likely play. But give me the Steelers plus two-and-a-half. And you know what? Give me their money line as well. I'm switching here live. Give me the Pittsburgh money line. Pittsburgh's won their last three openers. That's against the New York Giants, which means nothing. But the last two against the Buffalo Bills, when they were real hot, hot two years ago. But don't forget about the Cincinnati Bengals. when well, they started slow. Well, now they started slow, but now it's not a good win for the Steelers in the beginning of the year. I love Pittsburgh. At home, Mike Tomlin's got them juice. This is something I say every year at the beginning of the year. It's so hard to judge these games. Oh, well, last year, this defense ranked. Who gives a shit what last year this defense ranked, right? T.J. Bond was even half the game, right? And this goes across the whole board when people look at stats of last year. First game, everything's on the table. Balls to the wall. Everyone's a hundred percent at least ninety nine percent healthy outside of a couple. Mike Tom's gonna have them running through a brick wall like I had David ready to run through one when we started this podcast. I'm ready. Steel Nation, Yinzers, give me that Pittsburgh potty, we taking a big dub.
1: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I San Francisco, this is a bet. I'm taking the two and a half point spread. And all right, That's if a bet. if I think Pickens is, you know, if we want to throw a live prop bet out there, Pickens to throw three interceptions. Just lock it in.
2: Well, God, that'd be crazy. He doesn't throw much as a wide receiver. Got him. Pick it.
1: Fucking <laughs> <Pick laughs> do it. Pick <laughs> it. Both of them are fucking dumb. Pick it. Three interceptions.
0: I'm more surprised they did three trick plays with the wide receiver threw the ball. <laughs>
2: well, I mean. It wouldn't surprise Tom me that that's going to be the so only so way they the win Antoine games Randall this Randall year. shit. I also... I hate, you're right. George Pickens is an MVP. I hate you is. so much.
0: I did forget to mention this, though, which is a really good driving point. And This may have, this may have deterred you away, David, but the weather's looking rough. Possible rain. Oh,
2: oh tell me that. That's beautiful. It's
0: giving me not as ugly as last year against Chicago, but ugly rain, San Fran coming from the West Coast, going to Pittsburgh. I'm just saying.
2: Here's the best part, too. The Pitt Panthers play on Akersher Field the night oh, before. Good. We're talking 16 hours gonna before.
1: game's going to end 10-7, and you're going to question whether Brock Purdy and Kenny Pickett can be NFL QBs going forward. Can't wait.
2: Oh, you don't know me if you think that's going to happen. I'm going to be over there He's just like.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, why? Oh, Do
2: you my... need some help? Let me... Let me help you over there, bro. Come here. Yeah, gotcha. Come here. We'll get this going. Yep,
0: just stirring I... up some pepper. Say
2: when. What I will say, I'm not betting on it, but I saw you two in the text. For the people at home, they have a $50 bet on the George Pickens bet that we discussed Whoa, a few you're months in ago. I not you? I never Always, was, uh, oh, agreed okay. to the money thing. What you're I was going to ask sideline. right now...
1: Yeah, he's being a bitch. No. It's fine.
2: You, re- you don't know what I was saying. I'm
1: not being it was a bitch. 15-2 San Wait Francisco 49ers. Night. But, you know, can't <laughs> commit. Ready
2: to hear this. What I was going to say is instead of the bet like that, David... At the end of the regular Why are you season, me whoever out? Why loses. Why are you picking me out? Because you and I bet on George Pickens. Okay. Is what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. This makes sense. The George Pickens bet. At the end of the regular season, whoever loses should have to wear a dunce cap for the shows leading until the Super Bowl. It'd be like four or five shows. No, it wouldn't.
0: That would be like
2: all. A uh, wild card. Like oh, I guess you have recaps. Like too. It's shows. two a week. <laughs> all right. But that, that still stands. I'll even buy the dunce cap. 25 bucks. stupid little do cone. Make, I'll do, do it if you do it.
0: Steelers,
1: dunce Why cap? do you even have to buy it? A dunce cap is literally just a paper cone with a D on it. Like, what? Oh,
2: whoa, okay.
0: watch out. David's got paper at his house, Mr. Made of Money. Oh, Jesus.
2: my gosh. <laughs> Would you want to do it? I'd sure. do it if, you, if you'd agree with sure. that
0: actually no, I, you heard it no i agree with david i think you should handcraft the dunce cap because
1: it'd just be more meaningful that's a fact
2: it, it should actually you know what the loser or the person who wins gets to make the dunce cap for the other one
1: yeah how are you gonna do that you're the one who gonna, you're, gonna, you're, you're the a, one who
2: pitched the idea you're gonna spend sure
1: but you're gonna spend one dollar creating this and then like ten dollars shipping it <laughs> to the person that's uh,
2: no, because I oh. will be in Cleveland, you <laughs> son of a bitch. That is true. I am on way. That is
0: true. Parents will, get, parents will be out back at the crib. Wally's going to come busting down that door. Hey, boy, can I stay a couple nights? But really, he's I'll be, arts I'll and I'll crafts be showing time. up on
2: Sunday. Whoa. It'll be week it's gonna eight. It's going to be
0: week eight, and you're, and you're and going to be wearing York the dunce cap to try and get out of it. For the playoffs. <laughs>
1: Dude, I love
0: it. I love
2: it. Anyways, we'll go to the second game. My first pick, mind you, this week. I, you're going to be shocked when you hear the team's. Carolina at Atlanta, where the Falcons are three and a half point favorites. Totals thirty nine and a half. I am all in, fellas. I love it. Dirty bird country. It's who I'm in. I'm I'm a dirty bird now. Well you ATL. Always have Well, been. you've always
0: been dirty, and birds aren't real. But if you guys didn't see it on Twitter, the and if you guys have been if you guys have been listening for a while or if you're like a day one, the full circle moment that we're having on this podcast is Amazing. It started off with how high I was on Atlanta with Wally laughing in my face as he was so right that one year. Uh, I even I think I doubled down on him again the following year. Got burnt. Hated them. Wally still hates them, and all of a sudden he's like, you know what? I see something in this. Oh. oh, we're I'm going I'm ma- to make, make the Falcons my prom queen.
2: Oh. You and me both, brother. We're going to both be out there doing the promposals then. I, I, all I got to say, this is Everybody looking at this, it's two obvious thoughts. Bryce Young debut, Bijan John Robinson debut. That makes sense. What people are going to forget, because the Falcons haven't been sexy, is they brought in a lot of veteran talent on this defense. Jesse Bates, Calais Campbell. You have Arthur Smith going extra hard into this running game. They have a new joker position that they're trying to even get Cordero they Patterson involved.
0: literally marked j on the depth chart with just Cordell, sorry, Scordell right there. there. Like, that is that is wild to me.
2: It's oh, That's how much they love this guy. And I, I you wonder about Kyle Pitts, too, because if he can find yeah. a way to break through this year, then this Falcons offense could be really fun, but it all goes down to Desmond Ritter again. But I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, Falcons fans. This is one of my bets, my first bet of the week. The Falcons' mind is three and a half. I'm on the bandwagon all the way to my kind of team. I'm seriously having an internal war, actually, about who's going to win the South between them and the Saints and Derek Carr, which is ironic given the fact that it's one of the most intense rivalries of football, and I'm over here, like, rubbing shoulders with both of them. But I I don't know. It feels like this is as close to the Big Ten as we can get in 2023 NFL football, and I'm all about it. These first two games, they make me feel a type of way. Let's get weird, dirty birds. They win me over in September, who knows, maybe by October. I'm all the way in on the Atlanta Falcons.
1: Disgusting. Just disgusting. Look, I'll give you the only reason I I would pick the Falcons here, which I am. I think the Falcons win this game. Uh not betting on it, but the the Panthers lost I believe both starting receivers today, did they not? They missed practice and I think they're up in the air for the game. Uh
2: they'll be fine. They don't even throw they don't throw the ball. The Panthers?
1: The Panthers no, lost.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. I thought no. you were saying that I was like, no, no, no. I, I was no.
1: like the, the Panthers have two wide receivers
2: on their roster. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, DJ Shark and yeah. Adam so both
1: of them missed Who practice cares. today. Both of them might miss a game. That's a reason to pick Atlanta alone. Mingo
0: so.
2: I'm going to wait my Baby. Shout out to everybody at home. I thought you those. just fucking
1: said that too, Wally. It just threw me off. Oh, that's our fantasy football that's league name. That's our
2: fantasy football league name. It has been for years. Yeah,
1: since Barkevious <laughs> Mingo was drafted to the Browns.
2: Oh, I was
0: like, from fucking what? A Mingo ate my – well, damn. I thought I was super original there. Uh, this is not one of my games. This
1: world's are a- colliding right there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Everything. I'm like, where's this coming from?
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't think uh, – just like I said in my tweet, I didn't expect a Barkevious Mingo-themed – uh, fantasy draft in my bingo card uh, to be <laughs> honest, apparently it is uh, this is not one of my games but I definitely want to give some input on this uh, you know me uh, give me Carolina like, if I'm betting this or if, I, if I'm submitting this as one of my bets Carolina plus three and a half but give me Atlanta money line you know I'm a sucker especially for the NFC South matchups that um, are any anywhere above that field goal Right. They, this is something that these teams can win by the hook Atlanta in this case of that point five. but to Wally's point Atlanta has a lot of new pieces on defense. There's a lot of question marks on offense for Atlanta, as well as there's a lot of question marks for Carolina on the offensive side of the ball. What we're not talking about is what Carolina's defense is going to be able to do. That's going to be a that's going to be a real big question mark, and that is the unit that's going to keep these this team in a lot of those games. And at that point, we'll see what that rushing offense is or that rushing defense is going to look like. I'm I'm very confident in what they can provide in the passing unit uh, defensively. But if they're going to be able to, if they can stop the run, they're going to have a amazing chance um, at, at at this win. And if that's the case, they're good at the run, maybe at the division. We're jumping a little bit too soon. But Carolina plus three and a half, too many points for a division matchup with a lot of question marks going into it for me.
2: It's just something about that offensive line for Carolina it scares the shit out of me. And what David said. It's not like Atlanta's that much receiver. better. No. Like no, but, but I. They, but you they, yeah, that's they, like utilize, they utilize their O-line
0: way better schematically, right? But at the end of the day, we haven't seen Frank Reich use that. We're, we're only basing it off preseason, which we all pre- can't base a lot off preseason. So.
2: We go into what now uh, was one of my last picks. It's a pretty ugly game, but I, I got it for a couple reasons. The Houston Texans are going to Baltimore, where the Ravens are 10-point favorites, believe it or not. Uh, only 10-point or more favorite of the week in Week 1. That's a good sign, at least, you'd hope. Total's 43 and a half, But it's, more importantly, C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson's debuts as players, and D'Amico Ryan's debut as a head coach. So 10 points to me, I'll already tell you, this is a second bet for me. The Texans are going to cover 10 because that's just a whole hell of a lot of points for now a Ravens team. That brought in Todd Munkin as their new offensive coordinator. Sounds a little yay and nay about how that's gone in camp. You have OBJ, maybe, he's hurt all of a sudden. And Zay Flowers about to make their debut with the team. And then we mentioned last game, Calais Campbell's gone. That is a massive hole for this defense. Outside of Michael Pierce, they have so much youth on this off our defensive line. But what I would say is the Ravens are going to win this game, but my bet's on the Texans. All eyes are on Lamar. If he does well and you're a Ravens fan, dip you a parade. But if you're a Texans fan, it's all about flashes in this game. You want to see CJ throw yeah. a couple good throws. Look comfortable. Just lead the offense. And in Willie Anderson, you want him to look like he has game-changing capabilities. He doesn't have to change the game right away, but you need to know what's there. And I don't know. I, I just really don't know. And then last but not least, before I get your guys' thoughts, Tank Dell and John Mechie. John Matchy just beat cancer. We're finally going to see him on the field. If He's these about two to beat guys, cancer and
0: about to beat a cover two in the same fucking week. I love it.
2: Ooh, talk oh, 30 30 years, to me. Sorry, eh, It works. I'll take it. But if the camp noise is real, Houston might be surprising in the passing game this year, and I hope mm-hmm. that's the case.
0: So what I really like, and what I, I want to ask you this question now. What makes you, especially after the argument about how young the front four for Baltimore's defense is, they're Dude, their linebackers are awesome. I think their secondary is still a little bit of a question mark. Marcus Peters is going. We'll see how. I can't remember the safety that they got from Notre Dame two years ago who's coming into his second year. Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, so there's a couple guys that have that question mark. But with that being said and with the revamped, now paid offensive line that Houston gives, what makes you think that Houston can't pull an upset because of of the turf war or the war in the trenches that they can win, at least on that side of the ball?
2: No, I, I actually think that's a brilliant call, Stephen. This is one of those games I don't have the nuts to actually put my name on an upset.
0: This would be the time to do it. You're
2: right. And, but it's like if this happens, don't be surprised. It's just that's I'm, I'm that's, that's a big ask for a, a rookie making his first career start, a head coach making his first career what debut as a head coach. It, it, it's a lot to ask. I, if I'm a Texans fan, I want to just feel competitive in this game.
0: You just want to feel something at this point. But no, I'm with you. If I was to bet, like I'm giving I would take Houston with the with the points here. Here's the thing. Here's a couple of things I want to point out. D'Amico Ryan's impact, I, I think it's just going to apply in game one. Outside, and maybe David can can back me up on this too. Outside of Baltimore, have you heard anything coming out about Lamar Jackson and what that offense can do? Zay Jones has flashes, that's great. I haven't heard a single thing about Odell. I haven't no, heard a positive. single thing about Lamar Jackson. David, you're the AFC North guy. Maybe you're you're a little bit closer to the sun on this because it would you would cross cross pass a little bit easier than uh, me and Wally would. But can you back me up on this or or tear me down?
1: I I'm backing you up. I haven't heard a thing other than the occasional Zay Jones or. Um, that should be alarming. Uh, is it Zay? It's Zay Jones, right? No, Zay, Zay Flowers. Flowers. Zay Flowers. Yep. I yes, I, yeah. Um, so I, I've seen the occasional highlight out of camp from him, but like outside of or that, JK
0: Dobbins missing another week or two. It's like, yeah. I haven't heard a single positive cut. Co- like that is the, I've heard more, I've heard nothing coming out of the Steelers, which is better than what I've heard coming out of
1: Baltimore, which is wild. I, I actually agree, but I still, you know, if I were betting, I'm not, but if I were betting, I'd you probably have me at Houston plus 10. Um, but if I do that, then. Baltimore's probably win by 30. So, again, I, I wouldn't, I, I'm not going to touch it, but I, I think you guys are right on the money with that. But let's take you, let's take us to a more exciting AFC North matchup. The, oh, damn it. I
0: thought we were getting to into the best no, matchup that you somehow got to cover.
1: The Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals, two and a half point favorites at Cleveland. Uh, apparently, Joe Burrow's got a calf strain. You know, they got a whole new secondary. Um they get a new left tackle. Jonah Williams is at right tackle now. Uh Browns have a lot of new changes. The whole defense changes under Jim Schwartz. They've added a boatload of D-linemen. Um and they still the whole season comes down to how Deshaun Watson plays. But
2: 100%. um
1: I, I, I'm taking Cleveland money line. Uh that's an actual bet. I I I normally would take Cincinnati, but you you look at Cleveland against Cincinnati the last what four years, and I think they're uh like six and eight or six and two, six and two. Yeah. Uh, or something like that. And I don't know, it's something that's that's just weird to me. It's weird to me. Wait, so, where's the second win? I thought they never is it seven you know, and one? Is
0: it? they never beat Baker? Baker's undefeated, right?
2: In Burroughs tenure. The Bengals are one and five. The year before they got Burrow, they split. Okay, so that's right. I was right. Yeah, six yeah. and two. Okay.
1: So I, I just for some reason I'm picking Cleveland at home, and I, you know obviously Cincinnati's the better team, uh, but that's I'll take true. Cleveland at home just because of the matchup. Dude, I don't know, David.
0: And of it's out, out uh inside looking out is way different than outside looking in, like we and Wally are. But dude, I've I love, love, love the Browns this year. But it pains me,
1: though, because it all hinges on Deshaun Watson. It all hinges on Deshaun Watson. It doesn't.
0: Dude, the hype I I, – As much as I used to hate Jim Schwartz, I think strictly because I wasn't, like, mentally mature enough for liking individuals in football quite yet, because he was the the Detroit Lions coach. He looked like – God, dude, he looked like someone I just he, you know what he used to look like? He used to look like the fat little chubby nerd kid from Benchwarmers. So every time I saw him, I just want to punch him right in the fucking face. The
2: guy that eats uh, the sunscreen? No, no,
0: no, no. like the curly headed little little uh, boy of like John, whatever his name is. That's in the movie John oh, Lithgow, or yes. not John Lithgow, John. Yeah, but like the kid that they're like making all this for because the, that's what Jim Schwartz looked like in my mind. So I just wanted to punch him, but he's gonna be in. Instant. You can almost make an argument because now Jalen Ramsey has heard that Jim Schwartz is going to have a way bigger impact on Cleveland than Vic Fangio is going to have on Miami now. Like, I am so high on them. It's so proven different. I'm going to say I would be taking Cleveland on this. Burroughs calf injury, it's it's a question mark. They like to start slow. One and two in his three seasons or three season openers that Joe Burroughs had. I just, dude. I really like the defensive side of the ball where it even though we've given them a little bit of hype, which is all training camp hype about that defense. I think Cleveland's just going to have the upper hand on this one.
2: I had go Cleveland money line too. Again, this is maybe where we all should be a little. And now David really,
0: up. really hates it.
2: Yeah. Like we're in lockstep on this just because you said it just now, Steven, but the Bengals have started slow under Joe Burrow. And a large part of that is he hasn't played in preseason, whether it be because of an injury or because of his apodectomy, uh, whatever. And they're going to start slow again in the way these teams match up. I wouldn't be surprised if this looks a lot like the Halloween game last year where the Browns are thoroughly in control of the game. Until we see the offensive line be able to kind of hold up against Miles Garrett, I'm going to keep betting in a pass rush. And we saw the biggest time the Bengals struggle is when Joe Burrow doesn't have time to dissect defense, and I don't think he will. I'm taking – you heard me. I have the Bengals in the Super Bowl, obviously, but the Browns are going to win, and I think they might win convincingly on Sunday.
0: The next game we have on the slate, this is for me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up to the Minnesota Vikings where the Vikings are six-point favorites. Buccaneers going into the post-Tom Brady era. It's now starting with, yeah, Blake Baker Mayfield. So, no, Donovan Smith, Ryan Jensen's out for the season, basically out for his career. Four starting offensive linemen draft in the last four seasons. Mike Evans have a huge question mark, but we go over to the Vikings. This is a team that I wanted. I want to say was like 11-1 and in one, and one possession games, a negative three-point differential in 2022. And I'm starting to Neil Hunter on this defense. All they did was lose arguably some of their best players. And, cool, you got to keep Harrison Smith, who's kind of on his way out. Give me Tampa Bay plus six on here. I'm taking Baker in this game. Yeah, you are. This is easily... This is easily outside of the first year that the Browns got Odell with Baker. The most loaded unit that. Baker has got to play with since then. Odell was always injury-ridden. It always seems like it was just a carousel of, is Jarvis Landry ever going to pop? Okay, we got DPJ that's showing this. What the heck's phone got with Njoku? Like Across the board, they're good. I mean, you got Mike Evans, a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Chris Godwin, that is a stud. I like what Rashard White that you have here in the backfield. Offensive line, that seems like that's always a question mark in, in the last couple of years of Baker's career. But here's the thing. I don't trust Minnesota's defense. Yes, Brian Flores is now the defensive coordinator. Coordinator there in Minnesota, but this isn't like Vic Fangio going to Miami, where there are there are star players and studs on this team that you can build around. You have Daniel Hunter. That's it. You, I don't know anyone in the secondary. Harrison Smith, their safety, I like them a lot, but I just this is the this is a perfect Baker game. Facilitate, game manager, and you will win. I still believe the Vikings can win this game. Don't get me wrong, but that's a lot of points on the opening game for a team that's a minus three point differential with an eleven and one once possession record last year.
2: Minus three point differential, thirteen and four. And we'll never not say that. It's funny as hell. Too. And we'll never say but, that again, too. No, we really likely won't. It's, we were like, calling them wrong. frauds
1: I mean, from like week seven on. That was we were yeah. calling,
2: No, we were calling them frauds week one. Um, yeah, we were. It was pretty early Maybe after. Week two. Yeah. Yeah, after the Packers game, that was tough. Oh,
0: because I, I picked them to win last year, so I was hyped after they beat the Packers, as hyped as you can be. But then after, like, week two or three, we're like, yeah, this yo, this just ain't it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued with the Bucks offense versus Brian Flores' defense, even though there's no one on it. Vikings even going to be awful this year. I do think they'll win this game, but I think they're going to give Bucks fans a lot of false hope, too, because I think Baker's going to look all right, the $3 million man himself. But I'm not
1: betting that. <laughs> I'm not betting it either. I this is one of my uglier games of the week that I'm actually not betting at all. Zero percent, whether on the podcast or in re, like in my own personal betting apps. But uh I uh let's move to an even uglier matchup though. By
0: the way, David, We're I'm sorry for ugly. taking I'm sorry for taking this game off you. Yeah, I definitely should've let you have this one.
1: <laughs> I. N- hard pass. Uh, I, I As much as. For, like, I am unsinking. Under- I am unsinking the Baker okay. Mayfield ship, but I'm going to give you something even okay. uglier. Yes. Uh, I am going to give you something even uglier, which is Arizona at Washington with Washington seven point favorites. The Cleveland washout, Josh Dobbs, starting for the Cardinals. Uh, Sam Howell Tennessee starting legend? for fucking Commanders. I. Man, I'm I don't I'm not touching this game with a ten foot pole. So take it away, boys.
0: <laughs> uh, I, we're kind of the, I'm the same way. That dude, this is way too many points based off what Washington, the product Washington has put out the last couple of years. If I'm looking at anything, and this is this is even a hot a hot take, I'm gonna go with the over at thirty eight and a half. Arizona's defense is a joke. That whole team is a joke. We're gonna be tanking. To your point, Josh is Josh Dobbs is gonna be starting, which. He that that wave and that energy is so far gone from that, you know, from that victory there in Tennessee that too many points. Give me the over. I can see a defensive touchdown by Washington happening here. I could see that's
2: where the over would hit. It's it's an ugly game.
0: I can see, I can see like maybe like a Brian Robinson rushing touchdown, scary Terry ripping one off that should have that has no business scoring a touchdown, a garbage, you know, maybe seven to ten garbage points. Um, from you know, from Arizona, and then maybe we get like a special teams or just another touchdown. That's going to put you right almost at that 38 mark. So, again, maybe another field goal here and there. But I – this is really low, but it shouldn't be low for as lack of defense there is because Washington has a majority of the good defensive players. And I just have zero trust in any, any unit that Arizona is putting out here. Also, I fucking – Hate Jonathan Gannon. Cannot stand that dude. I am so out on that guy. That's a dude that would just, you know who Jonathan Gannon is? He is that, he's that dude that has, A, a really hot girlfriend for absolutely no reason. But then he's out with said hot girlfriend. And then he watches somebody go up and talk to her. And then she's just like, oh, well, my boyfriend's right there. And then the guy looks at him up and down. Jonathan Gannett does nothing and goes, that's cool. And then continues talking to his girlfriend. And then Jonathan Gannett continues to do nothing. That's what type of person he is. That dude literally walked into a loaded defensive defensive unit. Have you seen the videos come out about this dude? Not someone – he's a substitute teacher. That dude's not making it this year. They're getting a new coach next year. Thousand OP. Uh, I'm calling it now. Brian Flores – Pick Fangio, head coaching candidacy for the Arizona Cardinals next year.
2: Yikes. Yikes. Uh, I have the uh, Commanders, a.k.a. the Commies, winning a game. And and I seriously mean this. We should think about, like, when we have potential, like, terrorists, we should make them watch games like this. And just, like, on repeat for 24 hours. Because I, I really do think it's that kind of a... Well,
0: we got to think about it. You know, this is American football. They don't have it over there, so they would just think it's normal TV.
2: Oh, that's even worse. You're going to make them hate America more. I guess I see your point. More or less, this is going to... You should to, show
0: videos of people
2: getting bombed and surviving. Yes, I you to see what? This will be a game I will... I wouldn't show my worst enemy, is more or less the point <laughs> I'm saying. Steven... Tennessee at New Orleans, go for it.
0: Yeah, so we got to, again, I, I really feel bad I gave Wally this option to take it, but how could I not take it if it's still on the board? You know, we got we got the new three-headed monster with, D, with D-Hop being added to the Tennessee roster. Of course, him, uh, King Henry, got Ryan Tannehill, which I guess is a two-and-a-half-headed uh, monster. But is this the last season with all three of these, or at least that you know King Henry and Tannehill being there? We all know what's happened with New Orleans. We got Derek Carr. We got you know we got a revamped offense, quote unquote. Jamal Williams added in there, taking the place of suspended Alvin Kamara for the first three games. I hate this, and I don't, I don't really feel how comfortable I'm with it. Oh, I feel horrible. Yeah, I missed like three <laughs> games. Um, for the record, people, while we're on this, Cleveland money line is one of my bets as well as Tampa Bay plus six um, is one of my. Those are my three out of five bets. But for this, give me Tennessee plus three. This is going to be a really fun game to watch. Um, I'm blessed up. I got. I get to enjoy it. The, the new big three in Tennessee. I love, love New Orleans this year, as you can tell, based off where I put them. But I'm super high. All I'm, but all I'm saying, or all I have been saying this offseason, is coaching. It's hard to bet against a good coach, especially week one, and clearly – Everyone's going to agree with me outside of Louisiana. Tennessee is winning the coach matchup instantly. It doesn't. You don't even need to look Agreed. any further, right? Brable's going to have his boys ready, like any NFL coach is going to have them ready for week one. Well, Brable's one of those dudes that will have them ready. Come surprise, I'm not saying it's a shocker if New Orleans wins. If they win, it's by a point or two, or maybe a
1: push with the three.
0: Give me Tennessee plus Graves Brade's got his boys ready.
2: I oh, go ahead, David. Sorry.
1: No, take it away, Wally. I,
2: I'm just going to stroke off Derek Carr. So if you have something better to say, you feel free.
1: No, I don't have anything better.
2: Well, then there you go. Derek Carr is going to be the reason why the Saints win by more than three. And that is one of my bets. So we have our first odds bet here, uh, Stephen, of the year. And if it said it's Derek Carr.
0: Where do we if take it said Where do it would be it? Derek Carr. Should we throw
2: wings what? on it? Order of wings? I'll throw wings next time we're together. All right, 10-piece of wings? Ten piece for wings, right there. Handshake agreement.
1: Oh, wings sound delightful. If it's delightful. obviously three,
2: we walk away. Oh, they're, they're already.
0: They'll
1: be here by eight fifteen, maybe eight forty five. For Ooh, big time jealous. Um, Roadhouse yeah.
0: wings, too. Wally. I know you know about it. Anyone in Columbus? Anyone going through Columbus? Hilliard Roadhouse wings, not Texas Roadhouse. You know How many times I've heard that? Roadhouse, extra crispy, hot with the dry rub combined. Your orgasm.
1: <laughs> Wally, I'm so sorry for it too. I'm so so. Well, Wally's well, having is gonna have his own orgasm because I think the the Saints are gonna win that game too. But I'm not betting the, on it. Vinegar strokes. Um,
2: well, the, the, before you throw us in the next game, is that what you were gonna do, David?
1: Pick the Saints? Okay,
2: no, yeah, we're gonna chop it. I was just saying. Let me just say this: people are pussyfooting around saying the Titans suck, and I'm gonna do it. The Titans suck. I don't know why people like them this year. I
1: said that last year, and and here we are.
2: I love Vrabel. I, I think it, he's a hell of a coach. I said it two like, years before. I don't see they it. me. The offensive line sucks. DeAndre Hopkins, if he's still DeAndre Hopkins, he that is, is a big he win. He is.
0: He is. There's no question we'll mark see, about that.
2: Their defense is going to be meh. I, I'm just, this team's going to – no, fact W for Derek Carr. I'm excited for them wings you just described, Stephen. My mouth is salivating.
1: I'm starving now. But I that's why we're gonna move on to the next well, game. We're gonna eat well with this. Game, I dude. need to I need to eat. Uh <laughs> I'm not gonna eat well with this game because I'm gonna make a bet, and then I'm gonna hate the AFC South even more after they prove me wrong. Jacksonville, four and a half point favorites at Indianapolis. I, they haven't won an in Indy since twenty seventeen. That makes me want to throw up, but they haven't had Calvin Ridley, who is on every single one of my fantasy football teams this year. And that is why I'm betting. I am betting on the same jump that Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs made together with Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley. And I am betting Jacksonville is uh, at four and a half. I, I think they take this game, and I think they take it easily. And they're probably going to prove me wrong, but here I am betting against the the historic odds.
0: First of all, I the... Talk about a full circle moment. David purposely picking this game. Like I think he even had other games on the slate, and he purposely
1: picked this game.
2: This was his second. I'm, pick, I, you know? I, I am <laughs> yeah, full. Dude, I is, am full sending. Ridley, I right? am full
1: sending Calvin Ridley this year. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay that, that makes sense. Like, I didn't. I didn't even. You haven't. Been... <laughs>
2: He's been on Calvin Ridley you like at like a weird, a weird level. Yeah, it's, he was saying one one in the draft, and career. I took him as my yeah, first yeah.
1: receiver off the board in both drafts. <laughs> I know, I, I know I, you did
0: first pick or first receiver.
1: That's wild. both are in no. their keeper league, so it's like third round, first pick of the third round, basically.
0: Okay, I mean 3-1 three ones not bad. Uh, again, if I'm gonna pick anything on here, and uh, I'm gonna take the over on this, simply because I don't really trust, um, I don't really trust Indy's defense. And I don't really know how we feel about Jacksonville's defense either. And and then that's where the over is going to come into play a little bit. What if Anthony Anthony Richardson pops off, right? Um, You know, if you want to continuously compare him to Cam Newton, Cam Newton had a historically great uh, first game of his career. i I got to look up the numbers, but I remember looking through all those first game or the first career games and Cam Newton having one of those games is crazy. So you never know. And at the same time, we got T-Law. We got – uh, Calvin Ridley, like you're saying, Calvin Ridley back. T-Law, third year leap, loading. I don't want to take... We all know... I would, And I don't want to put you on the spot, David, which I am now, but I don't know what the sh- winning streak is and Jacksonville going to Indy, but we all know the winning streaks here are weird or, or whatever it is the record's against these divisional foes, so just give me the over. I'm sticking away from any spread on this game.
1: So... To go back to Cam Newton, they lost by seven in his rookie in his opening game, but he threw for 422 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and he shockingly only ran eight times for 18 yards and a touchdown.
2: Yeah, that was before they like realized, hey, you know what? Maybe having a six-six guy that's stronger than most players on the field run the ball can actually help us. So God, that's he was good. So fucking big, dude. See, I'm picking the Jags, but it's. Going off what you both have kind of just said, why I'm not betting this game, this is a really weird rivalry. Nobody wins except at home. You watch Anthony Richardson a ball out because of that in this game and then play like shit the next 16 weeks. So I don't know. I'm not betting it. I will take the Jags, but it's a weird, weird game. Very weird. Which ends the 1 o'clock slates, David.
1: But it takes us into a weird 4 o'clock slate, which is the Rams (laughs) at Seattle. And Seattle's a a 5.5-point favorite. Cooper Cup seemingly never is going to play football again. Uh, Stafford and Donald are healthy, but who really cares? It's the Rams, and they're they went all in on their Super Bowl, and now they're all old and decrepit. But uh, Seahawks, because
0: cool that's like a year and a half removed,
1: like two years removed, dude. Yeah, I mean, I it's insane. Dude, it's but, so
0: funny. They literally went fuck them picks. The right. <laughs> Those picks sound nice right now. Those picks sound real nice right
1: now. Seattle's coming back off of a surprising season to everyone but Wally, and I don't know. I, I'm i betting on this game.
2: Just killed a bug with with my bare hands. Sorry, I just wanted to brag to anybody that saw that on YouTube. So, really good. Uh,
1: so fuck Wally, one. And two, yes. uh, I'm, I did it. The, reason, <laughs> the reason I shouldn't have made my last bet is the reason I'm making the current bet, which I'm actually betting on the Rams plus five and a half. And I'm doing it because – Without Stafford and Cup last season, they still didn't lose by more than four to the Seahawks. So I'm going to keep that close, and I'm just Rams plus five and a half. Seahawks probably win, but I'm betting just the plus five and a half.
2: Seahawks win this game. It's going to be a sweat. First time, or first game, everyone's high on life with the whole brimming of hope and expectations. Just talking about the Jaguars and Colts, who remembers a couple of years ago where Gardner Minshew led the Jaguars to beat the Colts in Week 1, and then it was uh, something to the effect of one not done, and then they lost the next 16 games. Weird things happen Week 1, so I'm not betting this one. I agree with you, David. It will be tight, but the Seahawks were, to me, significantly better, especially without Cup. So I'm take, or I, I would bet them if I had to, but... Eh. We'll see. Weird game.
0: Honestly, I would be looking at, and the, really, it's going to be depending on how comfortable you are, um, you are with it. I am. I'm ran on the Rams at plus five and a half. This is way too much, but sprinkle a little bit on the money line just for kicks and gigs. Pete Carroll is two and five on road season opening games. But here is a extremely fun fact, Wally. I know you love these. Pete Carroll has not won a season opener on the road against a division opponent since his first year coaching the Seattle Seahawks in 2010. Interesting. He hasn't won a season opener on the road against a divisional opponent in 13 years.
2: How many tries did he have?
0: I want to say four or five.
2: Okay.
0: All right. But just to put this in perspective, if the amount of the gap of the last time he beat a divisional opponent— on the road as a season opener, if you made that a, if you made that gap into an age into a person, that's why R. Kelly's behind bars. It's <laughs> been thirteen years. That's wild.
2: The defending NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles are going to Foxborough. Total set at forty-five. Let's just get some background first. This is the Eagles team last year. We're talking about at two sacks away from the NFL record. Wow. How we did an exceptional job keeping this roster looking like it did last year. Yeah, you lose the offense and defensive coordinator. You heard Steven obviously not liking the former defensive coordinator very much. I do think that the Shane Steichen move will hurt. It will take a little bit of time. But the Patriots on the flip, what a chaotic 12 to 14 months they've had. They It's just disastrous. They did wave Bailey Zappe last week. We talked about that where Mac Jones is clearly number one now. No questions. The only problem is his top three receivers to start the year are going to be Juju Smith-Schuster, who his knees apparently Chernobyl. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's, it's a
0: ticking time bomb. Um, and where I got that quote was Juju Smith-Schuster saying, "No, it's not a ticking time bomb," which means that's exactly what he meant. Yeah, shout out my man, Oppenheimer.
2: Pretty pretty much exactly right. And then Devonte Parker. So it's like those are your top three. The only thing that you can really be excited for as a Patriots fan is this defense could be sneaky elite, like sneaky, sneaky good, especially if Christian Gonzalez hits the ground running. I I seriously love the defense, but it's just like, I'm going to need to see the offense kind of click in any respect first, and it's just not going to happen in this game. I, I just, the passing game isn't going to generate points. This defense is going to get home, and if that's the case, I don't know how... This is going to stay within four. If I had a like a, a an extra bet or two, this would have been one of them. But I'm not going to. But I do think the Eagles will win this game without too much of a, a shock.
0: I think that you just nailed it perfectly. There's there's a lot of unproven on New England's defensive side of the ball in their secondary. You know, Matt Judon's an absolute freak, which that's going to be a fun matchup to watch for the for the trench gods that we are. Uh, Matt Judon against that offensive line in Philly is always going to be fun. But no, I just. I'm not confident enough because it's opening weekend to take to take the four points. Um, So I'm just going to go with the money line. If I was not one of my bets, if I was to choose, gun in my head money line.
2: David, you going fly Eagles fly?
1: Of course. Um, (laughs) I'm not betting on it uh, in the podcast wise. I'd bet Eagles by a million uh, on the betting apps, but. I don't know. I, I the only point I have to make is Juju Smith Schuster is going to end up making more money as a TikTok star than as an NFL player. He's such a dude.
0: Wally.
2: And you know, unfortunately, with that Wally's
0: means. next game, we got his Vegas Raiders heading out to Mile High Stadium, where Wally instantly gets to put his money where his mouth is yet again. We know what the Broncos' headlines were this past year. You got Sean Payton back in coaching as the head coach. Tell him, uh, tell him Russell Wilson to stop fucking kissing babies and sack up for once. Uh, the Raiders. We know how the Raiders are, right? You're losing Derek Carr. You got Kimmy G almost, almost tripped up on there. Um, you're gonna have Hunter Renfro back after being unhealthy. Darren Waller was shipped out to the New York Giants. Uh, Some question marks on the defensive side of the ball. Even though you got that boy Marcus Peters, could he make a resurrection, mini resurrection? I don't know, Wally. I'm not really feeling it. But Wally, your team season opener uh, against Denver. How are we feeling?
2: I mean, I really don't care. Uh, the Chandler Jones saga is hilarious. Oh, yeah. I mean, they I'm mean, already exhausted even talked about that. Yeah, no, I was gonna throw it into that with the game. It's just a joke. The whole team is a joke. I, I just the. I'm exhausted already. I'm picking them, ironically, two to win this game. I, I just – they beat the Broncos six straight times. But beyond that's got nothing to do I'm with my words. thoughts about yeah. the Vegas Raiders. It's all about how low I am on the Broncos. I, I'm at the point where, like, let's make it seven before the tank for Caleb reaches dry land. But I i, I don't know. I, I really – I couldn't give two shits about this game.
1: Take it. Agreed, uh, but this is this is arguably the ugliest game of the entire week. Um, really, uh, this is only dude, it's only behind Arizona, Washington. This is like a battle of who's going to lose the division. i, I just like, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm out. I, I I'm not pick. I would. I'm not betting on this in in my apps, and I'm not betting on this on the podcast. Just both are trash teams. One's got a good coach, and that's about it.
0: Ooh. Oh, Sean Payne. Um I was like, well, well, I guess we'll see about that. But, no, this game this game for some reason is giving me the Denver-Seattle game vibes of last year. Now, I'm not saying that – I mean, I guess it wouldn't be as ridiculous if Vegas comes out and wins, but there's so many – everyone's really low on Vegas. Everyone's seemingly out, you know, in the media and everything and really hyping up Sean Payton, and Russell Wilson. Back on the Broncos hype train like nothing ever happened last year. It would just be too perfect if Denver blew another game, especially a home opener against what is seemingly going to be the worst team in the division. It's going to be interesting. You know, we'll see what Denver's defense is going to look like because the Raiders' offense have enough star power to be able to put up points in the in the league. Like that's not a question. It's like what's that offensive line going to look like against a revamped-ish uh, defensive line of Denver. You know, they got Randy Gregory last year. They added Frank Clark this year. So it's going to be interesting. But will their O-line hold up against the rush, and I'm talking about the Raiders O-line, we'll see. I'm taking any bet, which I'm not. But if I am, give me the over 44. That seems too low for an NFC or AFC West matchup, um, especially with a
1: lot of these question marks going into the game.
2: I, I've got nothing else in that game. I, I really don't care.
1: Are we... We don't care about Green Bay-Chicago? No, No, we don't care about the
2: the Raiders. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, I do. Where my fourth bet of the week, as well as the game that I'm covering, my Green Bay Packers heading up to start the Jordan Love era up in Chicago. Fuck your mic, David. uh, Against Justin Field and the Chicago Bears, where Bears are going to be one and a half point favorites, depending on what sports book you're going. That is ticking down. I've seen Green Bay as low as one point favorite. Uh, I'm sure this is going to, depending on What's going to happen here? Uh, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, both on the injury list and kind of a question mark if they're actually going to play. Uh, Christian Watson more Romeo Dobbs in that scenario. But the Bears added DJ Moore. They added uh, what? I want to say Tremaine. It's TJ Edwards and Tremaine. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this?
2: For, you're talking about uh, for TJ the Chicago Bears?
0: and Tremaine Edmund. Jesus Christ. It's remained adamant. You can yeah, see why the I'm confused a little bit, though. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: but there, the question mark is: I'm really looking excited for a Packers fan. The D, Packers D against what Justin Fields in the offense is being overhyped about in the in the preseason, and see what that's going to look like. But also. The most interesting matchup in here in here is what is Green Bay's offense going to look like with Jordan Love as running quarterback, but what is Chicago's defense going to look like that is seemingly quote unquote revamped? Matt Eberflus is the head coach, is a defensive-minded guy. Just like just like Cleveland and Cincinnati, I don't care who the quarterback is until proven otherwise. Give me Green Bay plus one and a half. Give me their money line. We're gonna make Chicago Bears fans hate their fucking lives on Sunday. You know what? Guess what? If Green Bay loses, I don't care. It doesn't. It doesn't erase the last twenty years. Good job. You got one win. I'm proud of you. This is like, it's like Michigan fans getting cocky for winning back to back when they just lost eight in a row the decade prior.
1: I'll see you in three years with that mentality. Uh, Chicago <laughs> nice money line. That, Chicago money line. Jordan Love is not the answer, that. and now starts the the Cleveland esque era of quarterback runs really for Already base. did that in the
0: eighties. Already and knocked that out of the way early.
1: I know it's been it's been thirty plus years, and now it's it's coming right around.
2: I am uh, with Steven, The even though it's not a very, I'm betting on it. So I guess I feel good enough to make a bet. I do like the prospects for the Bears this year. It's just – it's been 25 out of 29 times. Like, you've got to prove that you can beat a team. There's, like, something to it, the mentality. I, I – what are you shaking your head? You're a Cleveland Browns fan. Or if for the last 30 years, they've had a Hall of Fame
1: quarterback like. at the position. I, It's different. It's the, not like You the, should
2: know, just like I do, there's plenty of teams that we can't beat. I watched the Raiders lose to bad quarterbacks on certain teams all the time. it's Raiders U- haven't
1: had a Hall of Fame quarterback in decades either. Well, I know, but I'm talking
2: about off. their opponents. Thank you. I agree with Steven. Uh, wow, my point, holy more less, shit. Is- I'm
0: so happy this is recorded. I said a player, and Wally agreed that he could be in the
2: Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> Only Raiders are allowed. Uh, Naturally. But no, I, I'm taking the Henry money Ruggs line. First ballot. <laughs> I'm taking Alex G's first guarding I'm taking word. the... Well, then maybe he can get in. I'm taking the Bears, but, or I'm taking the, the Packers, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Bears win. I just need to see it before I can actually buy in. Which leads us into the last of the late sites, David. Can you throw us into that?
1: Uh, are we talking about Miami, Miami at Chargers, which is going to be the Miami. most electric matchup of the whole weekend? This is weekend? the
0: best matchup for sure. You scored
1: all uh, I, I don't. I got nothing to say other than this is going to take the over if you're betting – I'm not betting podcast wise on this game, but I will be betting the over uh, in all facets of my of my apps.
0: So I'm. I, give me Miami plus three. I think that this is too much. You know, LA hasn't. Again, until proven otherwise, the Chargers are still the same Chargers that we all know, right? Last time we saw him giving up, what, a 27, 30, 31 point?
2: 27 nothing.
0: It's bad. Give me Miami plus three. Vic Fangio being there in that defense is gonna. It's gonna be night and day, man. It's just right up there with with Jim Schwartz and what he's gonna do with the Browns. I don't care that Jalen Ramsey isn't playing. People seem to forget that Xavier Howard is a Pro Bowl level type quarterback. That yeah, he got burned a little bit last year. Um, if that's defensive schematically, that maybe he wasn't set up perfectly. Vic Fangio is gonna make sure he's set up. They have they have studs at every single every single line of the defense. I, I am so high, but at the same time, the Chargers have a really good defense. But can, can they? this is the one game they can stay healthy and actually play. So I don't know if the over is to play, but this is my fifth and final bet of the week. Miami plus three going to L.A. Tua, Tyreek. Tyreek's not going to score a fumble recovery touchdown again like he did last year. But ooh, they go ball.
2: If I had six bets, I would have bet the over as my sixth. Because this is week one, not week 10. I agree with the schematic stuff. Because the last time they did go to L.A., they got their ass worked. But the only problem is, is that you give Mike McDaniel this much time to prepare. I really do think that you're going to see both offenses look good in this game. As crisp as you can in week one. So, I'm taking them to win in Miami West Coast version. You know, it's back on that. It's football season, SoFi. Not their team. Also, shout again, Jason McCarthy, you're the man, you're Miami Dolphins. We're gonna say you get it done.
0: Oh, that's right. He's a big Finn's guy. He grew up on he grew up on Danny Marino. That name rings a bell. yes, Danny he
2: Danny. did. Full circle again. Sunday night football. We've been waiting all day for Sunday night. The Cowboys, yeah. three and a half point road favorites at New York against the Giants. Totals 46.5. This is going to be a monster year for Michael Parsons, isn't it? I think we can all feel that already. It feels like this is going. And that might actually catapult this team to, to another realm. They could be in that San Francisco, Philadelphia realm if they get there. And then you also get a healthy Michael Gallup and Brandon Cooks coming in to help out C.D. Lamb, Dak in the past game. I'm excited for this team. Is it Darren Waller time in New Jersey? If they win this game, you better believe it is is even though Barkley's back on his one-year, like, $11 million deal and Daniel Jones is back on his, like, $300 million per year deal, this is going to be a team that needs Brian Dayball to make a huge impact yet again. I don't know if they are. This feels like the Vikings of the NFC East. I'm going with the Cowboys uh, to win this game, not betting it, but that's at least my thoughts.
1: Same. You just – Took everything right out of my mouth. I'm I'm with you on everything. Cowboys win.
0: I'll You know, I'll take the points. Fuck it. Like, I know I'm completely contradicting myself here when I'm taking divisional matchups when it's that three and a half here. But I'm t- I don't know how I feel about the Giants. Like, yeah, they added, but they added youth, right? I don't really know how much better they're going to be from last year, right? Because Daniel Jones is still there. Obviously, they're going to give a lot of touches here to Saquon, but to your point, Michael Parsons is a freak. Uh, Dan, dude, Dan Quinn is just—they're going to be so good. You added Stephon Gilmore to what you're going to have Trey days where he can play that real role of what he already does—is bender or um, you know interception or touchdowns thrown on him. Give me Dallas. Dow- yeah, Dallas money line. I take the points on this.
1: I love that Wally's on mute, after you were on mute. This is this is perfect for everyone involved. <laughs>
2: Oh God! All right, I gotta just fight through this right now. Monday Night Football: The Buffalo Bills are two and a half point favorites at the New York Jets. Totals forty-six and a half. We all know the deal going in this game. I'm gonna try not to overreact. I know I'm going to overreact. Shout out to the NFL though for actually giving us Thursday Night Football, and Monday Night Football. We get to be jazzed about Week One. I can't remember the last time that happens. I'm taking the Bills by a field goal. It's an awesome way to wrap up Week One. Again, try not to overreact to this game. Really trying.
1: Fuck that bills by a million and Aaron Rodgers sucks.
2: Aaron doesn't suck.
0: You we all know that here. This is the most loaded offense he's had since probably the young start of his career when he had what Jordy Jordy, Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, or Michael Finley. Yeah. That was like eight years ago. No, it actually wasn't. It was like fourteen years ago. We he won the Super Bowl in
1: 2011. We gotta go all the way back to that for us to acknowledge he had an offense. He had an offense as late as like 2017. Cool. So, um, arguably is- if not more, what? since Devontae Adams Who left, was? he had an Who offense was that It's all the it's all the same players he had since 2015 plus Garrett the Wilson. And a Literally running back. <laughs> arguing
0: to a guy who spent his entire life watching Randall Cobb wasn't on the team for fucking three years. Alan Lazard came in like four like three years ago. Uh who else do we have? Adrian Amos, who was a free agent that was on the defensive side of the ball that signed also four years ago. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, this is the most loaded offense he's had since his young career. Twenty seventeen. Who was who else was on that team with Devontae? Tell me. Tell me wide receivers. Tell me.
1: Tell me. I, I'd argue this. I'd argue that Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams' team is as loaded as this and Jets fucking offense. fucking
0: high. The, Dalvin Cook and, Bre- and Brees Hall, that's two players in their back. Wally's
1: been out on Dalvin Cook and high on Brees Hall. It might as well be the fucking Aaron Jones and what's-his-face tandem.
2: That's
1: AJ Dillon. That's, yeah, I, I, I,
0: that's, that's a wild fucking take. This is clearly the most loaded – like, no. Nah. The wide receiver room. The wide receiver room is the look. Whatever
1: player. excuse we got to give to Aaron Rodgers. If this is the most loaded team ever, and Aaron Rodgers fails with it, then it's time to just admit he sucks. Yeah, all around as a human being had, and he is he now has a football player.
0: MVPs the you have playoff wins in your entire life. Let like that sink in, Bob. Just don't. Nah, that's my guy.
1: You can't be doing that. So we're both at uh, how Like I'm at zero. He's at what? One. <laughs> Four MVPs. Yes, you're right.
0: You can obviously, you obviously fucking watch football. Give me the Giants money line if I am taking on this opening MetLife place is gonna be fucking booming. I mean, you know Josh Allen, they like to underperform a little bit here. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna shrink here. Jets are gonna get into an early uh, early divisional race here. Jets money line, bro. They're gonna they're gonna ball. That team is stacked.
1: Buffalo by a million. A million
0: that's a stretch. Buffalo Buffalo a by a score. I I could agree with you. A million, you are fucking high.
2: It's prop lock and drop at time. For better or worse. it is this is
0: this is what I'm better or worse. this is the best
2: part. and it is your favorite part, Steven. So you get to start for us. how what is your prop of the week? What is your lock of the week? and what is your drop of the week?
0: Prop I'm gonna do a little bit of a parlay, which David, I'm kind of upset. I don't see as a ridiculous parlay here. they usually have. But it's only week one, so time will tell. Aaron Jones, anytime touchdown score. Paired up with Justin Fields anytime touchdown score. Right now, at least on DraftKings, you can get that at plus 475. Green Bay's Green Bay has notoriously over the last decade, like, they couldn't stop a nosebleed in the run game. I expect that to really be the same because Joe Barry is a fucking Joe. Aaron Jones, I expect him to get a lot of touches. We've been talking about it all offseason. My lock, Tampa Bay, plus six against the Minnesota Vikings. Baker is coming. At least to cover the spread. Uh, and then my drop for the week, I, I know I was confident about pitching Mike Rabel and how, these, how he's going to have his Titans start the year. Tennessee versus New Orleans. That's a game I don't want to worry about, monetarily speaking. I want to sit back and enjoy to see what Derek Carr is looking like and what the new three for Tennessee is
2: looking like. David, prop, lock, and drop. What do you got?
1: Uh, all right, so a couple prop bets, right? Uh, one is actually for this week, which is Jameer Gibbs, over 25.5 receiving yards um chiefs allowed the most receptions it's either most receptions and fourth most yards or mo, or fourth most receptions and most yards to running backs last year um and jameer gives offensive rookie of the year bet on it now plus 1000 uh josh allen mvp plus 850 he's in the super bowl according to my predictions, so you might as well pepper that in if i'm following suit um, I, my lock is the Niners at, uh, two and a half point favorites in line. Uh, if Wally, Wally's going to tell you that's a drop for this week, spoiler alert. If he was so fucking high on the Niners being a 15 and two team, he shouldn't be so soft on this game. Uh, Get my drop Get is em. either Tampa Get Bay em. at Minnesota or Arizona at Washington, preferably both ugly ass football. I'm not in for
2: it. I am dropping San Francisco and Pittsburgh. I think that Pittsburgh could be one of the few teams in the league that could beat this team, especially with a healthy T.J. Watt. So, especially with the uh, bad weather, which unfortunately is news to me, as my prop was George Pickens' two touchdowns, and that was plus 1,800. I figured get a little bang for your buck to start the year. But with bad weather? Yeah,
1: lose money to start the year. Why not?
0: Hey, re- reception and rushing touchdown. Maybe he gets a reception early, then the then the rain starts coming down. It's okay. us going to end around to Georgie.
2: Put, put 32 teams in your Super Bowl pick and put your dollar seven on George Pickett's two touchdowns. And then you'll feel good about yourself. Parlay it with Houston, plus 10. Because Houston plus 10 is the lock of the week. D'Amico Ryans is going to have the boys playing really hard. You're going to see a close game and I think a little bit of growing pains with Todd Munkin in The Baltimore offensive, I guess, offense in general.
0: Wally, I so love mine. it, boys. That will bring us to an end of another episode of Loss of Down. Make sure to subscribe to us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Loss of Down, and retweet us on Twitter down underscore loss. Remember, this episode is brought to you by Abby Turner Creative. Also, Boys and girls, don't you forget that we're officially a part of the Bruiser Nation podcast network. Remember, it's a division of the Snap Beer Productions. Check everyone out. Check us out. Boys, do you have any parting words for the fans? Except football is
2: fucking back.
1: Fuck Aaron Rodgers and get me the fuck off this podcast. I'm hungry. I got winks in, Maybe
2: One pride, and then again, thank you to Bruiser Nation podcast. We're looking very much to being a part of this network. And happy birthday, Jason, you're the man. And good luck to all you Lions fans. I hope when you're listening to this, it's because you're listening happily on Friday morning and not the opposite.